Are you a developer or conversational designer looking to excel in the latest AI platforms? Or maybe you're in marketing looking for the latest in audio branding and customer engagement. Or maybe you're a startup, a business owner, an investor, or simply want to know about the future of voice technology. Then Voice Summit held in Newark, New Jersey this July is for you. Get your ticket at voicesummit.ai. That's voicesummit.ai. We can't wait to hear your voice and meet you at the conference. Today's podcast episode is from a recent Facebook Live interview done by Pete Erickson, the owner of Motive and the creator of The Voice Summit. You'll hear him chat with Alex Kaplanovich, the VP of Engineering at Advanced Technology Experts, who will also be speaking at The Voice Summit in July. Enjoy. Uh, Alex, good morning. Good morning. You are the Vice President of Engineering at uh, Advanced Technology Experts. That's correct. You know, the thing is, Advanced Technology Experts, I was like, that's just a beautiful name because it just cool. describes it. Let's talk about a little bit about you and what you do, and then we'll talk about your upcoming talk at Voice. So tell us a little bit about uh, what you all do at Advanced Technology and your role specifically. Absolutely. I've been in the industry for many years. And when we've seen the Voice and all the advances the Voice technology bring, we joined in and we started writing a lot of skills for the companies, for our clients, the games, because I strongly believe that it's a future. Voice computing is the future of computing. What we did, we realized that it can help humanity at every single level. So we started from nursing homes, then we went to the universities, then we went to HR because Honestly, the whole concept that we speak 100 words a minute and we type just 40 words a minute makes a huge difference. Mm. Once you started using voice, you couldn't come back. You mm. would like to use voice for every single application. Yeah, I tell you, it's music to our ears. We at Modev, we started dealing with voice in, really in 2011 when Siri came out. Mm -hmm. One of the things I remember about that is developers were clamoring to get their hands on Siri and they couldn't believe that they could not access that voice interface to improve their applications. Exactly. Fast forward to today, you know, eight years later, here we are, developers have access to multiple platforms now to enable voice. The public cloud really propelled the whole technology. And that's, you know, the problem is Siri. Because fortunately enough, Amazon, Google provide public cloud, and there are hundreds or thousands of developers who can write new good applications. Yeah, interesting. And you say you kind of journeyed from really across different aspects of the population, right? So you started with nursing homes. Tell us a little bit about that early experience and, and the uptake of uh, folks that are in the aging population. Basically, the opportunities are limitless. Because one of the biggest problems of the elderly is loneliness. They are alone and they need a companion. And Alexa can really help them to be a companion. They can really help them to understand what's going on, to see the events happening around them. And you can go and go to see the menu, to read the menu, to order from the menu, to call their friends, parents, uh, to call their uh, loved ones, and even better, schedule a lot of things. And it's really, really, really helpful. It can really change their lives. Yeah, that's amazing. And then you mentioned HR. I think the interesting thing about this is you're talking about individuals, and now you're talking about organizations. So voice in the enterprise, I get asked this question all the time, you know, what does the future of voice look like? And 
you know, I say first it started in our kitchens with an Alexa, but quickly it's going to migrate into everything we do when we're sitting at a computer, for example. I tell you a very interesting thing. Alexa is enhanced by Alexa for business. And talking about our conversation, think about that. How much time we spend setting up our connection, our communication, our camera. Mm. If you've used already Alexa for business, you might have saved a lot of time. And that's the first thing. Think about it, how much time every single business wastes setting up the cameras, the meeting rooms. Alexa for business really helps them, really helps them to set up, really helps them to invite the right people. It just changes the business culture. I believe what will happen in the near future, people will be scheduling everything, all the meetings with Alexa or Alexa-like devices, because it's just much, much, much faster. Let's talk a little, little bit about the conference. conference. Voice Summit, how did you hear about it? I think I've heard from Davis Biske on LinkedIn. Mm. I think he is our favorite guy, Alexa evangelist, and I heard about Voice Summit from him, and I realized how important it is to participate, how important to teach other people, to help other people to join in, because I strongly believe it's the right time. I strongly believe that voice technologies will be developing very rapidly. So you back that belief with the work that you do. You're also coming to speak at the conference. I'm sharing the screen right now on the broadcast of your session, Linguists to Localize, How to Succeed in Multilanguage Design and Deployment. So this is about reaching an international audience. Let's talk a little bit about the voice-first industry and the global reach and having a global audience. What's been your findings thus far? And, and what do you think of this sort of, we're watching this race right now for these major platforms to open country after country after country. But what are some of the challenges that lie ahead for Voice First to have a global reach that maybe mobile didn't have? Okay. The biggest challenge is to use the right technologies and the right dictionaries. Because I was really excited when I realized that Alexa covers many more languages. They started with German and then went to French, Spanish, Japanese. We definitely started writing skills in multiple languages. And first we thought it's very easy, but then we realized there are a lot of challenges. One of the biggest challenges is which dictionaries to use, because some of our games are the word games. And you can start thinking that the more words you have, the better, but it's not the case because people prefer to use the favorite words, the most popular words. So you have to be very careful choosing which dictionaries to use, to choose which language patterns to use, because for different countries, there are different patterns. And another very important thing, don't use automatic translations. Usually, Automatic translations don't work. Mm. You need to have someone who knows the languages. Mm. Because, like, for example, one of our skills is related to music and musical notes. And usually Google Translate wouldn't translate the word note correctly into German or French or Spanish. Mm. It's very important to write your use cases, to write your user cases correctly, checking with native speakers. That's really That's interesting. interesting. I think, I think automation, automation is what a lot of developers, developers are looking, are looking for, for right? right? But you're, but saying, you're saying 
not to not use, use automation. Not tools. always, because your, I tell you several times, your skill would be rejected because, you know, what's interesting, different native speakers are checking your skills through the whole verification process. And one thing we've noticed that some countries take much longer than the others. And sometimes verifiers can say, sorry, your skill doesn't have the right terms. Please rewrite your terms to be correct. So it's very important to use the right speech terms to use the right phrases or you'll waste your time. That's great advice. Let's talk a little bit about developers specifically. So if I'm a developer and I'm watching this voice first revolution and maybe I've built a lot of apps in, you know, in the mobile stores, what advice would you give just the average developer out there who's looking at this market trying to assess whether or not they should get in? First of all, I definitely would recommend every passionate developer to jump in. It's important, but definitely you should be passionate about it. You should like it. If you really like voice computing, you really would like to jump in. But what's important, you have to find what you want to do. You have to find the topics you like. You have to find if you want to be doing games, enterprise, or you would like to work for some company into voice computing, because it's really important to do something you like, to be passionate about that. And then you'll have success. I couldn't have said it better myself, Alex. Well, we look forward to seeing you at the end of July at Voice Summit. We look forward to your panel on, uh, on linguistics and, you know, reaching a global audience. You certainly seem to know your stuff. And uh, I think it's because you jumped in early. So we look forward to having you uh, at Voice Summit. For those of you watching the broadcast, voicesummit.ai is the URL. I've got the homepage up there now. Tickets will go up after May 31st, so definitely get in on the early tickets. If you're even thinking about this space, we encourage you to come join us in Newark, New Jersey, July 22nd through 25th. We've got something for everybody, more than 300 speakers and experts like Alex from around the world, and we hope to see you there. Alex, it's been great chatting with you. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you very much, and I would like to thank you for your contribution because your efforts are amazing. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you.